welcome to Thursdays, True and... Uh, you know, it's been so long, I don't even remember. What's what's the name of this thing? <sighs> True and Trivial Talk! And Matt just, just blew up the microphone. You did. Well done there. <laughs> hey, I think we forgot how to do this. Uh, Matt, how do we do a podcast again? What are, oh, we're doing a podcast? Let's just get right to it. <laughs> it <laughs> has been <laughs> too long. It's been, uh, I think, almost three months. Almost three months. Why? Three months. Why? I, this, Why has it been three months? It's because it's been summertime. We've been busy. There's a lot of stuff going on. Podcasts have seasons. This is season two. They all probably right. thought we gave up on them. We didn't give up on you. No. Nope. Never get up. Didn't. Never stop stopping, okay? There's lots of stuff going on. Hey, yeah. today we have uh, got a back-to-school edition for you guys. We're going to have a dad fail about things that we just can't seem to be able to teach our kids, mm-hmm. no matter how hard we try. Yep. And then also we're going to have a which is more awkward school scenarios edition so that should be painfully fun <laughs> and then we're going to wrap things up with some really good scripture that applies to how to conduct yourself at school and why school is important but also work in general what god has called us to do with our hands and be productive and and that kind of thing so we're going to go through some scripture passages that apply to not just kids going to school or college students but also if you're in the workplace or what god has called you to be at home as well uh, so we're going to dive deep into that matt Catch me up, man. How you been? Oh, dude, it's been good, man. It's been a crazy summer. Uh, We've done mission trip and camp and COVID and yeah. Done all those things. I've done all those things. Lots has happened, but uh, it's good to be back. How about you, man? Well, you know, this summer I finally achieved something I've been working on for four years. I finally got my master's degree. Yay! Yeah, it only took me four years to chip away at it. You know, so I felt good to kind of get it done. Took, yeah, man, for sure. Took a one-week class right smack in the middle of VBS. Yeah. That was, that was fun, uh, <laughs> but it was good. It was good. I wrote a, if you ever have a hard time sleeping, I've got a great research paper for you to read on uh, cessationism versus continuationism. Uh, I decided to bang my head against the wall and come, <laughs> and come Sorry, up go, go with my own view of installationism. So if that, if the... You know, your theology on the miraculous gifts is interesting to you, great, but it, for everybody else, it's just a total snooze fest. Um, <laughs> but I, I had... I'm sure I'm sure it's fascinating. You know, I really could have chosen an easier subject, probably, yeah, but yeah. this was interesting probably, to me. You probably could have. But here, here's my deal. I would rather do something that's interesting, uh-huh. that's difficult, than something that's easy and not interesting. Right. I just that's just kind of the way I'm, that I'm wired. So. Yeah, it's just that's my nature. So if you want a good sleep, let me know. I'll hook you up. Um, but here's here's a big thing we're gonna do today, Matt. We have had this highly incredible piece of technology protecting us um, since the beginning of our podcast. This piece of plexiglass here uh, that I, I put together. Um, but today is a big day. We're gonna get rid of it. Get rid of it, dude. We're going to get rid of it. Why are we going to get rid of it? One, uh, apparently these things don't do anything. Yeah. Uh, some new studies came out about that. It actually makes things worse because <laughs> it affects like the airflow of things and it re- reduces the ability for air to circulate in the building. Um, but yeah, also, we, just, we don't need it. But I have the vaccine yeah. and yeah. Matt has also, he's got immunity. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the hard way. <laughs> uh, so we are going to toss this piece of technology and i feel so much closer to you now okay don't make it awkward tell me hey we're gonna do some awkward school scenarios here soon (laughs) you should have one about plexiglass shields or something like that what do you do when someone's breathing on their (laughs) the plexiglass shield in front of you so awkward oh good times good times so um we are getting possibly a new pastor yes what's going on this sunday well, this Sunday we uh, we get to hear from our pastoral candidate, and um, we get to meet him. There's meet and greets going on all weekend long, and then um, then on Sunday uh, the church votes on him. 
So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. So it, it'll, it's going to be a great weekend. It is going to be great. Uh, we can say his name, right? Yeah. I mean, it's out there. So Wes Wilkinson, he is our candidate to be our pastor here. He is currently serving as a college pastor at Central Baptist Church in College Station mm-hmm. and uh, massive college ministry there and seems to be thriving and doing well. And so we're really excited to hopefully bring him here and uh, lead our church. We'll vote on him and and he'll get to preach for the first time this Sunday. So exciting times for our church. We're for really sure. looking forward to getting to know him better, work with him, and see what God will do through our church. There's a lot of great things happening here. We've had a ton of baptisms, which is really cool. We've been planning some fun outreaches, a lot of community stuff going on too. So we're excited. Wes, yeah. if you ever watch this, man, we're pumped to have you here. We're looking forward to what God's going to do in your life. Absolutely. So, all right. Uh, let's get going with this thing. Matt, do you feel like starting us off with the dad fail? Oh, uh, now I'll let you fail first. You'll let me man. fail first. <laughs> he is such a gentleman. He will always let me fail first. Hey, I, man. I appreciate you that. You beg to do the segment. So I I'm be- like, I yeah, okay, beg to do the you segment. You do it first. You go first. I love just talking about how I fail. Yeah. See, I'm authentic. <laughs> I'm real. I'm okay to admit that I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> okay. As well, dad, admit, here we go. As dads, we just we try to do our best. But sometimes, no matter how hard we try, there's some things that we can we just can't seem to teach our kids no, to do. Right. Now, I love my children. They're awesome. They're great. Uh, but they're also human. And they have my DNA, too, so it doesn't help them much. Um, but I cannot seem to ever teach my kids to shut a dang door. They can't shut doors. Yeah. They go out the front door, and it's not just, like, cracked a little bit. It is just wide open. It's like, hey, let's air condition the whole entire planet. Let's just do it. It's not like our air conditioning bill, electric bill is $300 a month. You know, no, no, no. Let's just air condition the whole planet. And yeah, mosquitoes. Mikasa Sukasa. You know, come on in. Isn't it funny Bugs. how much we sound like our parents when we get onto them for it? But you know what? It's going to con- happen. Air condition the, the whole planet. Air condition outside is like, yep, that, I heard that when I was growing up. That's Brooke's favorite <laughs> phrase. I'm stealing it and I'm using it right now. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's not just with outside doors. It's with fridge doors, too. That's always fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I'll go into the garage where we have a mini fridge where we'll keep some, you know, some bubbly, some LaCroix in there. You know, little carbonated drinks. The kids think it's special. It's got no sugar in it, but yay for us. And uh, I'll go in there like, okay, the ice is is melting out of the <laughs> out of the ice thing, and it's it's hot. Our cheese is, like, molding because the kids left the dang fridge door open <laughs> overnight, you know, and the garage is hot. Or they'll look through something. They'll get up from the table to open up the fridge door to look for something and just walk away and sit back on the table. I'm like, that freezer door or fridge door is hanging wide open. Did you want to close that? I don't know. Like, man. so did they grow up with you constantly coming behind them and, and closing doors? Like, are they expecting that now? Like, are they expecting that? I'm, I'm at the point yeah, where I'm giving up. Mom and Dad will get it. I'm at the point where I'm giving up. Yeah. I'm at the point. You know, kids, if you listen to us, I love you, but you got to shut. A door. Shut the door. Shut the door. There's a great song out there. It's like, shut the door, keep out the devil. Shut the door, keep the devil in the night. Well, it was a great song. But, yeah, uh, I just had to go and butcher it. But that, you know, <laughs> shut the door, keep the devil in the night. I think right? it's actually su- shut Dido. Shut Dido. Yeah. yeah. It's shut Dido. Shut Dido, yeah. yeah. I don't want to ruin that. <laughs> uh, I could go full out on that song, but I'm not. Okay, Matt, it is your turn. What is yeah, something so, I mean, you cannot teach your kids? Yeah, so I mean, my kids have the... Uh, have the same issue, you know, with uh, taking their their plates in after they eat. It's like, cool, I'm done, and you know they've left their their plate on the table. We have to mm. constantly call them back. Hey, hey, come come back, get your plate, put it in the sink. Uh, there's that. There's you know there's the doors. Um, leaving lights choose on. One. This is not no, a laundry. No. Let's just choose one, man. Pick a lane. <laughs> I would say, I would say probably the biggest uh, 
biggest one right now is the trash cans mm. um, because the H R H O A is very. Um, I don't ever use the word persnickety, but that's the first word that came They've gotten mind. persnickety. They've yeah. been like lax, so we've gotten kind of useless. Hey, they don't care. But yeah, all of a sudden, like, like a, what are all these letters? Yeah, you bring it on Tuesday, and uh, you get you have a letter waiting in your because uh, Mondays are our trash day. But that's the boys' responsibility, and uh, we we've got got a letter, um, got corrected, and then it happened again, and got another letter, and so now if you get a fine, are you going to charge it to them? Like we're docking this. From I was your I was able to actually get out of the most recent fine, but. Like this, this is the one where I said we have got to get those trash cans into the backyard. Grace so. becomes law on the third notice, That's boys. Right. Okay, come on, That's get with right. the, the trash program here. It's like fifty dollars, I think. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's pricey. We always kept us on the side of the building because it's like easier to put it in our garage. Yeah, but now we're having to put it in our backyard. I'm like, yeah. okay, um, this is fun. Yeah. So. All right. Well, good luck to us. Maybe we'll accomplish the great feat of teaching our kids to shut doors and um, take out the trash. One day. One day. Yeah. One day, please. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. It's always good to get off our chest uh, the areas where we just completely fall short. That's right. Um, Matt, you've got an awkward scenarios. Not quiz, but would you rather kind of situation. Yeah. So, you know, um, I work with... I work with students, and uh, this is something that I saw. I thought, this, this might be fun to do for the podcast. So it's awkward school situations where you have to ask yourself, which one is more awkward? Now, a lot of you listening out there, you're you're done with school. But, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, this will be some, some school never flashbacks. Ends. School never ends, right? Like we're in the school of life, and we're all – but The school we, of – why you in general in that segue. <laughs> going back, to, uh, <laughs> going back to, to junior high or high school. Um, mm. These are this. This will evoke some memories, good and, and uh, bad. Yeah, good and bad. So you ready? All right, let's do this, man. What we got? All right, Daniel. So, which one of these is more awkward, forgetting your gym clothes or <laughs> getting hit in the head by a ball in gym class? I feel like if you can't wear your gym clothes, what are you going to wear? Like your school clothes? Yeah. If you're already in shorts and t-shirt, which you wear nine out of ten times on a Texas day, yeah, it can't be that bad. <laughs> You know, yeah. No, I. I would but the problem here's the real kicker: if you don't have your gym clothes, that means you're wearing sweaty, nasty clothes to your next class. That's true. So that's the real awkward part. Yeah. You show up to your next class and you're just like a hot mess. Um, so I would go with that one. See, I would probably say the other one: um, getting hit by a ball. And um, I mean, and that happened a lot uh, in elementary school with with dodgeball. I wasn't very good at dodgeball. Hey, but, man, uh, you got to learn to take a hit. Uh, yeah, but it, when, when you're hitting the face or hitting the head, and everyone starts laughing at you. It's painful. It's See, painful. I feel that it's not awkward, but embarrassing. Well, now if it happened to me, I would just laugh. But as a you know, as an elementary school student, I mean, those kind of things like scar you for life. They do. The counselors had to talk about it. So See, I feel I'm like talking it, about it. That's embarrassing, not awkward. Yeah, but like smelling weird and like I'm sorry. Well, we differ. Okay. That. Okay. But what about this? Which one's more awkward: taking a bad school picture or <laughs> having a picture not taken? Uh, placeholder in the yearbook. Ooh, man. I think having a bad picture is wor- is more awkward. Yeah. Let's be honest. I didn't. I mean, I didn't learn how to smile until yeah. I was about like a freshman <laughs> in high school. It was like this awkward smirk, like, and and people thought like I was like trying to like <laughs> like wink at the camera lady or something. It was so awful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've uh, I've had my share of, of bad pictures, and my mom was real good about. 
holding on to all those and then making sure my wife saw them and mm. then make, you know so you sure you want to marry this guy right i mean here here's his here's where he peaked it was in seventh grade i won't i won't mention how many times <laughs> i had to do the uh the picture retake day like oh. yeah those, those we didn't get those no we had those no it was like hey one and done or you're just you're stuck with this you know <laughs> i actually had one where it was the uh uh if you ever did like the wicker chair picture here yeah. we go yeah and um, I'm sitting there with kind of the kind of the smirk that you were talking about on my face, not really smiling. Hair was crazy, and my shirt—the way I was sitting, my shirt was just careful there. Careful I there. I didn't. I didn't this have an for under, kids. I didn't have an undershirt on, so just full view of my tummy there for uh, for everyone to see <laughs> the way I was sitting. It was just hanging open. So uh, uh, yeah, I still have that one, but those yeah, no, yeah. it's okay. Hey, at least my <laughs> you didn't have a senior your senior pictures with like. I don't know, Backstreet Boys bleached hair uh, <laughs> in your pictures. Yeah. yeah. Spiked hair with like the bleached tips. Senior year. Do rocked have, it. But do mullets count? Come I, on, I'm a product of the 80s. So did you I'm, have a mullet? I had a mullet. See, I had a mullet in college, but it was a gag. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. But you did it for real. Yeah. Who yeah, knows? I did it for real. All right, next one. All right. What's more awkward, getting called on in class when you don't know the answer or getting caught sleeping in class? See, I fell asleep in class all the time. Yeah. I was like, I was a master at falling asleep. And it yeah. wouldn't even like, it would just go from like, I'm awake to <laughs> just gone. It was, it was really bizarre. Yeah. I, I, both of these have happened to me. Yeah. Uh, so they're which, is, both, which one's more awkward? The, well, they're both awkward. But um, I would say getting called on when you don't know the answer, especially if, um, especially if the teacher had just said it. Like I just given the answer and you weren't and, listening, yeah. and and you get like you totally get called out for not You're listening. Like, uh, so. Can I call a friend? <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what was the question again? Yeah. I, I get I get that as I'm teaching our students, and it's like, okay, I'm doing a great job. Yeah, a great job. Pastor Phil. Yeah, I remember falling asleep in a math class once, my junior in high school. This is what I went to public school in the states for one year, and I fell asleep. Like, if you're watching this video and not listening, I fell asleep on my arms, face down, just conked out on top of my pen and paper. And then I was dreaming. I was – like, this is during, like, Golden golden Eye playing James Bond on Nintendo 64. I was dreaming. I was in this, like, forest with, like, this mist. And I was hiding behind the trees and a little, like, little gun. I was, you know, shooting people. All of a sudden, I felt a gun on my back, and they pulled the trigger. And I woke up screaming bloody murder. Oh, like, man. just like, ah! <laughs> Like, just – Fell, I yeah. fell out of my desk. Pen and paper went flying. And I was in the front row of the classroom. And the teacher's chalk, like, broke on the board. Like, what is wrong with this crazy person? Like, I'm okay, guys. I'm okay. It was just a crazy dream. And everyone just thought – was just laughing hysterically. I was I was about to ask how do you – this long and you still remember that dream. But now that you explain the story and all that happened – Yeah, I, it was pretty vivid. You weren't allowed to forget. Oh, man. Sure. I woke up just – just, it was like not measured in any kind of way. Just full throttle, blood curdling scream. I, awkward. Yeah, it was. It was very awkward. All so, right. What about this one? What's more awkward, forgetting your lunch money or forgetting your locker combination? I would say on this uh, locker combination for me, definitely. Um, Especially if you're trying to get to your next class. You're yeah. like, I need my books. Yeah, like if, if I forgot my lunch money, I would totally mooch. Like I would just. <laughs> you have you no know? shame. Hey, like, you, it's hey, not you awkward to fries? mooch off somebody. You eat those oh, you know. Give me and, some of your tots. And, and kind of play it off like, oh, that's okay. You don't have to share. Well, but if you if you don't want it, did um, you get the triangle tot? 
Triangle no. hash bar. You didn't get the. I thought every like cafeteria in the nineties and eighties had the triangle tot. It was like a single like hash brown in the shape of a triangle. Maybe that was in Japan. No, this is stateside. This oh, is okay. like in a public school. Okay. I mean, <laughs> we didn't have tater tots in Japan. Come on, we had rice. 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 Okay. All right. So, what's more awkward, walking into the wrong classroom or being late to class? Oh, I would definitely say going into the wrong classroom. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to say that too. That, um, that actually kind of happened to me from falling asleep. I slept through the bell, and I woke up, and the next teacher just let the next class come in and sit around me. <laughs> yeah, I remember you telling me the story. <laughs> and yeah. And he brought in, like, a math teacher from another class, and the guy was like, don't ever fall asleep in my class again. I'm like, what? I thought I was in history. Where I don't recognize anybody. What is going on? I'm so confused. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Plus, my arm was, like, asleep. I'm, like, trying to carry and pick up my backpack because my arm's dead. Mm. All right, two more, because I know we got to move on. You yeah, ready? I'm sharing too many stories here. Matt's yeah. giving me, right. me the eye. What's more awkward, spilling chocolate milk on your white T-shirt or dropping your tray in the lunchroom? Oh, man, the chocolate milk for sure, because you got to, like, wear that badge of honor <laughs> for the rest of the day, you know? Uh, I, I would say the other, dropping your tray in the lunchroom, because at that point, like, everyone stops what they're doing and looks over. And it's an, it's no one embarrassing. Comes, no one comes to help pick it up, and not that this happened to me, but okay, maybe it did. I feel like that it reminds me of that scene from the the first Spider Man film with Tobey Maguire. Yeah, where he he trips, and he, all his food on his tray goes flying up in the air, and he catches all of it. Um, yeah, what's crazy that was not special effects. He actually did that for real. It took like three hundred takes. Oh wow, isn't that nuts? I didn't know that. Like he actually. Caught all those things on his plate on his tray in that scene. That's cool. That is, Tobey no Maguire. You have real Spidey skills, my as, friend. As if he's watching this, but you know what? Yeah. He might. He uh, might. Uh, Don't put it past not. him. All right, I'll put a hashtag in there. Tobey Maguire. The last we'll one. See. Here we go. This. What's more awkward? Discovering a hole in your pants or oh, forgetting to put on deodorant? Oh, I'm gonna go full hole on this one. Yeah, that is. Uh, Me too. Deodorant's like okay. That might happen, especially yeah. in middle school. It's hit or miss, yeah. right? It's like, did you, did you reek like Axe body spray or <laughs> did you deodorant that day? You just fess up. Yeah, I forgot my deodorant, but yeah so, it, yeah. so uh, this actually happened to me a couple months ago walking to church. Um, <laughs> like I'm about to walk into the sanctuary oh, no. and uh, and I, I can't remember what I did. I think I, I bent down to help my son and whoosh, I mean, it was... Yeah, it was like right in front. Uh, yeah, so I literally had all the details. Yeah, I literally yeah. had to go home and get new pants and then race back <laughs> in time for the invitation. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that happened to me once. I think I was helping out moving some tables for a funeral at a church. And I was in like slacks and like a jacket, and I bent over to pick up this table, and just the back of my pants just ripped all the way up. And I don't think I realized it at first. And Did the jacket cover it? No, half of it maybe. Okay. <laughs> and I walked around for a bit and realized it's kind of breezy. Uh, oh boy, there is yeah. a rip in the back of my pants. I gotta walk across the street back to the parsonage. Where's that quick. draft coming from? I know. <laughs> so, all right. Well, we are going to transition to our serious segment here, and we're going to talk about scripture uh, that we really feel like applies to how we should conduct ourselves at school, at work, and that'd be helpful reminders that what we do matters and how we do it really matters. So. I've got a couple of scripture passages here we're going to unpack a little bit. So first one I got here is from Proverbs 22:29. That says this, "Do you see a man skilled in his work? He'll stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men." Hmm. 
Matt, what do you think is kind of the application from that? Well, um, I think it's important for us to uh, to always be working uh, as as if we're working for the Lord. And uh, you're, you're oh, stealing my thunder from the next passage further down. Well, let's just move into it. Okay, because <laughs> these, these go together. All right. Okay. Um, Colossians three twenty three. Whatever you do, work work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. And um, so you know, in in our work and what we do, uh, schoolwork. I mean, it's important that our work glorifies. Uh, glorifies God, and um, you know that we are serving Him through it. That people uh, would would see what we're doing, but see that we we do it not just for ourselves, but um, we're doing it to to serve God and to please God. It's yeah. an act of worship. Yeah. The first absolutely. verse from Proverbs kind of addresses, "Hey, this is the benefit yeah. of doing things well," and the Colossians passage addresses the motivation for doing things well. Right. So if you really, man, if you do your best in things, it's going to benefit you. Doing things with excellence, people notice that. Yeah. They'll give, if you want to do more in life, people will notice people who do things with excellence, give you more responsibility, give you more opportunities. It opens doors when you do things really well, yeah. especially if you're doing it with a really good attitude. It's not about you. When you do things for Christ, people notice that kind of humility, and um, they want to follow you. And they also want to know, hey, why do you do what you do and how you do it? Yeah. And it opens opportunities for you to share about your own motivations, share opportunities about why Christ matters and the kind of perspective he gives us on life, which yeah. I think is really cool. Well, you know, uh, one of the things that we forget sometimes is that we were made to work. Mm. Like, that's that's something that God has – I mean, even with even with Adam before the fall, like, God wanted him to to be about the work of taking care of creation and naming the animals and, yeah. and all that. Um, but, you know, there's this trend now where – um, people are looking to do as little work as possible, and and to just enjoy life, and and you know, l- mooch off other people, let other people do that. I, th- I think you know that's that goes against what God tells us. God wants us to work hard. He wants us to rest, right? Um, but He also wants us to to work and to, uh, as you said, it's a it's an act of worship as we're doing the things that True. He's called us to do and the tasks that He's given us to do, and so. Yeah, it's what's cool about this perspective is that anything you can do can be redeemed. Yeah. And your workplace is you can and your school can be seen as mission fields, opportunities for you to reach people, mm-hmm. to make an impact. It also you can be seen as an act of worship. God, by doing these spreadsheets, you know, work, yeah. me doing them by excellence, I'm giving you honor and glory by doing that. Uh, it also builds up integrity as well. You know, students, you're working hard at school, getting good grades will benefit you in the future. But also, man, God is honored uh, when our motivation is correct. Yeah. If you're just doing it all about yourself, maybe not so much, but I think it's important to have that perspective. Well, and even if it's just doing it because you're asked to do it. Like, yeah. there's there's a lot of times where, where we may want to say, I don't understand why I'm doing this. I don't even want to do this. But you've been asked to do it, so... You know, you're you're going to honor your authority, and you're going to submit to those that that are in charge of you, and you're going to say, "I don't understand why I'm having to do this, but you know what? I've been asked to, and I'm going to do it." True, which kind of leans into our next verse a little bit, which says, "Trust." This is from Proverbs three, chapter five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. The key kind of concept in there is if you want to learn, you must submit to an authority. Mm-hmm. If You can't learn anything if you feel like you know everything already, mm-hmm. right? It, it closes doors. It shuts things down. Mm-hmm. You know, we try to teach our kids things like, I already know this, Dad. I'm like, okay, 
but just just listen to me a little bit. You know, you might be Trust eight years me. old Trust and me. know yeah. a lot of things, but uh, Dad's been around the block a little bit longer than yeah. you. Um, so, which is why I think it's so important to learn. If you want to learn, you must first submit yeah. to any authority, to a teacher, to a textbook, to uh, a source of information. You have to submit to that. Uh, so, re learning requires a certain amount of humility. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. But let's just be honest. I mean, sometimes teachers give us stuff, you know, or bosses give us stuff. You're like, this makes no sense. Why am I doing this? Why, why right. do I have to do this? You know, but again, going back to, hey, whether you understand it or not, do it. You know, and, and for and for God, when he tells us to, uh, in the Proverbs, we're told to trust in the Lord, to lean not on our own understanding. God does things all the time that we don't get. We yep. don't understand. Like, do I do I trust in him or do I just complain about this constantly? It's like, nope. You or even just trust. the principles that God gives us in Scripture on how to navigate life. I might say, yeah. I think this is the right thing to do, but what does Scripture say on how to navigate these tricky waters? Yeah. Uh, scripture has all kinds of timeless principles that tell us how to navigate our relationships, how to conduct ourselves at work, how to conduct ourselves at school, our family, the whole works. And the question is, God, what do you want from me in these realms? Not necessarily, hey, I think this is best, and just assuming my yeah. opinion in this matter is correct. I think when that happens, you know, it tr has a trickle down effect in how we conduct ourselves in our various responsibility realms. Yeah. You know, for students, your job is school. Yep. You might have some side jobs too, but that's your primary job right now is to do well in school. Um, so, yeah. All right, next verse says this. This is from James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given to him. Hmm. Why is this really comforting, Matt? Uh, I love it just because, um, like we said, there are all kinds of situations where we don't understand mm. uh, and we need wisdom. And uh, God, in his infinite wisdom, is so gracious to, to just say, hey, just ask me. Just ask me. I, I want to give that to you. Um, you know, think about Solomon and how he'd have anything he wanted. And what did he ask for? He asked for wisdom. That's and, a great and God, reference. God loved that. You know, and God said, like, Ooh, you get an A. <laughs> God said, I'm going to give that to you, but I'm also going to give you all these other things. Yeah. And, um, you know, all we have to do is is just go to God and, and ask him for it. He gives generously to all uh, without reproach. And, um, just because you ask God for advice, he's like, why are you asking me? Yeah. Come on, don't you know better? Don't you want to? No, no. God's like, hey, I'll hook you up. <laughs> you know? You will never be disappointed if you ask God for wisdom. You're like, well, how, what does that look like? Well, pray. Yeah. Set your issues before him. L listen to how he directs your thoughts to think about things. And listen to godly counsel. Like, yes. You so know. I was getting to that. Okay. You know, talk to you – know, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I was just saying. Uh, so, you know, talk, so what we do a lot of times is we want to ask everybody. You know, what should I do? What do you think? Uh, and I think it. I think that you need to be careful in who you ask and, and asking uh, people who are are godly um, that you trust. Maybe just a, a few people, because you'll get a. If you ask a hundred people, you get a hundred opinions. So yeah, um, you know, two or three that can can guide you in that and pray with you. Uh, to have wisdom as you go forward. True. I'm going to close out with this verse as we need to wrap this up here in a couple minutes. Last verse from Romans chapter 12, verse 18. It talks about this. If possible, so far as it depends upon you, live peaceably with all. Mm. And I think it's just a good reminder that as much as it is within your control, I know we live in some very divisive times right now, find a way to make peace. Find ways to have conversations 
that build up and draw people together. And even if we disagree on, you know, should we wear masks or not wear masks or vaccines, not vaccines or Democratic or versus Republican, mm-hmm. let's find what we can agree on and let's find ways as much as possible to connect with people on things that really matter and uh, and be civil. So, yeah. Matt, um, you want to close us out in prayer and just talk about how we can pray for our schools? You got... Yeah, uh, a minute and a half. Okay, so we have a we have a resource that we're going to uh, put a link to here. That uh, for the next thirty days, we're going to be praying for our students and praying for our schools. And if you'd love to join us in on that, we would love to have you be a part of that because man, our students are going through crazy stuff right now uh, in society and in school, and they could use your prayers. And so we're going to close today by praying for all of you going back to school and for those of you guys that are at work. Lord, we just come to you right now. We thank you for this time to be back together. And uh, Father, we do pray for our students as they're at schools. God, we pray that you would um, that you would just use the, the students that are there that already are your children. Uh, Lord, that those that know you, I pray that you would just use them to be a, a light and an encouragement to their teachers and to other people at the school. Um, Lord, I pray for those who are not believers at the schools. I pray that they would see something different in these students and, and uh, want to, to know more and want to follow you. And I pray that for our adults, too, who are in their workplace, God. I pray that you just help them to um, live for you and that those around them may see um, a difference in who they are, and that difference points back to you. Thank you, Lord, for loving us and for putting up with us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Sorry we've been gone for so long. Matt, how can they listen and follow to us? Um, Man, it's been so long I've forgotten, but uh, you can find us on uh, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all those good iHeartRadio, all the words. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you can, like our church Facebook page, and you know, that we can get all the content and share this podcast with other people. We want to encourage people and give them good truth. We'll see you. Adios.